Podcock Peacast. I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock, back for season two. Luke Always Right joins us. Luke, what up? What's up? Glad to be back. Ready for a new season of college football. Everybody's favorite time of the year. And joining us, Patty. Oh, wait. Never mind. He had a meeting or something, but. Um, he had a bid. He said, <laughs> yeah. He said he'll be back, and he gave us some of his picks we'll get to later on. So, um, all right, I, I guess we'll knock this out. Um, Luke, your biggest oh, – give one or two. Like, just biggest takeaways, storylines from a week zero slash one of college football we've had. Uh, my biggest takeaway was that it's wide open. I don't think anybody showed showed enough to say that they're the clear favorite. I thought Alabama showed some uh, showed some vulnerable, vulnerable areas along with Clemson. I thought those two were the for sure – you know, takes to be in the uh, the college football playoff final four, but I think they're both beatable this year, as is everybody else, though. I didn't, you know, there's not a single team that really stuck out to me. So uh, that was my biggest takeaway. Right. I'll play off that, too, because my number one takeaway was just kind of, and you expect that a little bit, but, man, a lot of teams were just kind of sloppy, um, a lot of the big teams anyway, and not a lot of uh, big teams covering the huge numbers against lesser competition. I know we're, we're both Michigan fans. That game wasn't really that close, but they weren't close to covering at all. High State the same way um, with their matchup and multiple others. So that was my uh, big takeaway. And my second take, um, the SEC's depth overall, I, I think it's dead. I'm not saying the conferences, but Alabama, Georgia, maybe Auburn or A&M. Or LSU sneaks in as like a third, fourth, fifth national title contender. But the overall depth of the conference, I think, is done. We've seen them in years past. Um, opening weekend, they go like 12-1. and one. And the only reason they have a loss on the first weekend in the conference is because there seems to always be a SEC on SEC matchup in week one. And then we've seen bowl seasons where they just clean house. But uh, you had four SEC losses this weekend. Uh, Ole Miss, they were they were underdog on the road, so I guess you can excuse that a little bit. But then you had North Carolina beating South Carolina on a neutral field. Memphis or uh, Missouri goes to Wyoming. I don't know why they're playing them on the road, but they take a loss. And then Tennessee, the most inexcusable loss of the weekend, a twenty-five point favorite at home. Georgia State goes in there and really bullied them around. So I think you know maybe the overall depth. The SEC isn't there, and if you look at the Big Ten, the conference we're most familiar with, it's top heavy. Yeah, but I think the Big Ten, you might argue, um, the West is loaded. Um, I think the four teams, maybe Michigan State is kind of an outlier, but if Penn State found their way to Indianapolis, of course, Ohio State or Michigan this year, that wouldn't be shocking. And I think Michigan State with their defense could be a factor. So I think the Big Ten's deeper, um, really. Um, those are the top two conferences, in my opinion. So um, that was my second overall takeaway. Um, if you have any thoughts or another takeaway, shoot. Um, not not really. I kind of agree with what you said. It, you know, there, I think there's got to be a Big Ten champion and, and, an S, and obviously there will be an SEC champion or somebody from the SEC in there. Um, outside of that, if it ain't Texas, Oklahoma from the Big 12 and Clemson from the ACC, I, there's not too much respect around the nation. I feel like, you know, 
the pack uh, the pack 12 the one, one one takeaway i got also is the pack 12 is basically eliminated uh oregon had their chance to knock off a decent sec team uh i thought they should have won the game they seem like they're in control for most of it and they didn't uh they didn't pull it off so that really hurts the pack 12 somebody's going to have to go undefeated and they need their they're going to need there to be a two loss big 10 champ or a one or two loss um Big 12 champion for uh, the Pac-12 to get in. They're going to need some things to happen. Yeah, I I, I uh, had that down as three in case we got down or needed to get there. But yeah, I agree with the Pac-12. All right, speaking of conferences, let's rattle through our uh, Power Five conference predictions. Now you don't need to go, um, or we don't need to go through each uh, division and whatnot. Just um, if you want. You can just name your champion or uh, who's going to play in the championship game. Let's start with the Pac-12 since uh, that was the most recent topic. Um, I'm going to go, man, I'm still going to go with Oregon. I feel like they're going to be able to uh, to run through the Pac-12 with one or zero losses on, in, in mm-hmm. conference. Uh, I'll take Oregon to take, to take the Pac-12 and – you want me to go to a different conference or just start with the Pac-12? You go after. No, that. that's that's fine. Um, I'll we'll just kind of go back and forth here. Um, see, I don't know who else to take on the other side. Um, actually, I like Washington because they get Oregon and Stanford in their end division at home. Um, but I guess I'll take Utah in the other division, and I'll take Washington to win the conference. I mean, it's just kind of. I don't know. SC's down. UCLA hasn't got their program up yet. Uh, that that other side of the league is not good. And really, you know, Washington, Oregon, Stanford, I guess to a lesser extent Stanford, I'm not a, belie- a believer in them this year, but um, Oregon was like their chance. And now I think a Washington and or Utah will have to go unbeaten and hope for other conference champions to have a loss or two to get back in the playoff conversation. But they're probably dead as a conference. Exactly. And, and, and they've never really done anything anyway. Like, you know, every time somebody does – every time somebody goes to the national championship in the Pac-12, they don't get it done. Um, and they always – it seems like they always get blown away. Ohio State blown Oregon away and uh, the year that they went and was it 2015 – and it just seems like I don't know any big game on a big stage. It's just they're not enough out there. I don't I don't know what it is, but they they never get the job right. Done. All right, Big Twelve. Uh, of course, no divisions here. I'll start. Um, I'm going to go chalk. I'm going to say Texas OU, and uh, I'll probably take OU. I trust them a little more. Uh, how say you? I'm going to take. In the Big Twelve, I'm going to take Texas. I'm I'm, I'm big on Texas this year. I feel like they kind of have OU's number in, in anyway in recent years. Even when they were kind of down, they they battled and sometimes would upset them. Um, I I love their coach. I love how they ended the year last year. Um, they played very good defense, and uh, I think they're going to have a chance to be. I have them actually as a pick to be in the college football playoff. All right, um, ACC next. Uh, you can start here. I, well, the, I mean it's Clemson. We don't even need to. Right, I mean, right. I mean, uh, that like it, they're they're the new Alabama, and it, it, mainly because of the easier schedule. But like with me, and they're they're so loaded on offense. They did show me that they're beatable, but even, they're going to be given the you know they're allowed to have a loss. They're going to get in with one loss with what you know they've been there, done that the past four or five years, and 
even with a loss, regardless, they're getting in and they're going. They're going to take the ACC. So, yeah, yeah, it's theirs and it's theirs. All right, uh, SEC next. Um, do you have anything other than a Bama Georgia matchup? No, I want to say I think Bama takes a loss somewhere, but I still think they go. Um, I don't think it's going to be. Te- I don't think it's going to be Bama and Georgia in the in the college football playoffs like a lot of people have. I think what they're going to get eliminated. I think one of them will have one or two losses. Both of them probably have one loss when they play each other, in my opinion. Or maybe Georgia undefeated and Bama has one loss and Bama beats them. Okay, I I, I want to pull the trigger on Georgia winning the SEC this year. So I, I they can, man. I mean, they're 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 pretty good, and they have you know they have the mojo to, to do so. So. Well, I like I like well they dog, got a, yeah they got a bunch of running backs and I I think from I mean he's good he's talented as well but I I just think he's like one of those guys who is uh, just a good leader um, and absolutely and if absolutely. you look if you look last year in the SEC title game and the year before in the uh, in the playoff final I mean Georgia they were they were right there to win both those games just to get done so. Right, so I I think uh, I think Georgia might take the SEC. That's my prediction. Nice, I like it. I like it. Uh, Big Ten. I have a feeling I'm. Uh, I know what you're going to do here, but who who comes out of the West in the Big Ten? It's kind of a crapshoot. I think I think it's I think it's still Wisconsin. The only loss I think they'll have is Michigan, and I, like you know they get to avoid Ohio State, and I think they can you know they might have one or two Big Ten losses. But I think Nebraska will too, as Nebraska's gonna to have to play Wisconsin and Ohio State. That's gonna be what it's I think the winner of the Nebraska Wisconsin game um will be there. But I'm gonna go Wisconsin. Um I man, I think it comes down to Iowa, Wisconsin. Um I like Stanley, the quarterback from Iowa. Um, uh, but I just I don't know. Iowa seems like they always have like a, a dumb loss in them. Uh, no matter how good right. they are. Um, plus, I guess I could have looked that up. I don't even know where the, the Wisconsin-Iowa game is, but it doesn't seem like that matters. It seems like Wisconsin always beats them. So, yeah, I trust Wisconsin the most. Um, in the East, uh, man, I, I want to take Michigan, but I'm this is a prove-it-to-me season. So, to stay safe, to try to get a prediction right, I'm, I'll, I'll take the Buckeyes. I hate doing that, but I'm just in that holding pattern with Michigan, so but understandable. But uh, go ahead, <laughs> I know you're I, doing I mean, here. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do. I'm never not going to take Michigan, especially. And I'm a believer this year. I thought the offense. There are so many mistakes. There's so many of them can be fixed. And from what I've seen at Ohio State, Ohio State just didn't seem like they were that bad ass this year in, the, in their uh, opening game. And it seems like their personnel isn't the same as it's been in the past five, six years. Um, and it's, hard. it's just, you know, Harbaugh's got to do it this year with, with Ryan Day being in there and him having all of his players and the the the, the players we have set for this offense to, to take off is, is every everything's there in place for him to do it. There's no excuses now. And it's I, I think that they will. I'm going to take Michigan. Um, I But I do I think it's going to come down to the high State Michigan game again. I think we'll be playing for all the marbles, the, the college football playoff and everything because high State has such a weak schedule. And they play Penn State at home, uh, Michigan State at home, and then they have to go to uh, Michigan to finish it up, and that'll be for all the marbles. It'll be between Michigan and Iowa State, and I'm going to take Michigan. I think they roll. So 
although Michigan cruising through the Big Ten, even though it's a tough schedule. Yeah. Um, um, I think this off, this offense. I'm a, a, yeah. a big believer in what I've what I just seen. So many mistakes, but so many can be fixed. Um, it, they're going to take off. On a podcast. Go ahead. All right. Uh, all right. Let's get to the uh, playoff predictions. Uh, I'll read Patrick's off first here. Um, let me go to our text chain. All right. He's got a. Uh, he's got. Ohio State, he's got Bama, he's got LSU, and he's got Clemson. And he says Clemson's going to win the title, uh, but don't count out the Buckeyes. He's a Buckeye fan, so obviously he's going to go there. Um, I can give uh, my four, and, uh, well, I'll just run it out, and then you can, you can finish the playoff predictions. Uh, I'm going to go kind of chalk. Um, I'm going I'm to go Georgia since they won the SEC in my prediction. Uh, Clemson, um, Ohio State, and Oklahoma, and uh, I think Clemson, Georgia, in the title game. And I mean, it's so hard to pick against Clemson, but I think Georgia, especially if they beat Alabama in the SEC championship game, that'll just be kind of, you know, that monumental get over the hump. I think Georgia finally wins the national championship. Just, I mean, it's different. I don't want to be the guy that picks Alabama or Clemson, although. That's the smart play, but I got Georgia. Who do you got? I like that. I got Michigan. No, no, no surprise there. Um, it's just it, – that's a very biased pick. I just think that they're going to be there this year. And if they're going to be there, in my opinion, why not pick them? Um, if I'm not a Michigan fan, I think I still go – I think I still go with uh, Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just kind of been there, done that, and they've proved their point in, in recent years. And they've proved that they can beat Bama, not scared of Bama. And I think if they do each other, I think Bama goes in as for the first time um, an underdog in their own minds, thinking that we are, you know, thinking that we got to play our best game to win this game instead of just doing what we've done the past 10 years. But uh, I'm going to take Michigan out of the Big Ten, uh, ranked number two overall. I'm going to take – I'll take Clemson to be overall number one. Uh, number three – Three or four, I'm gonna, I don't know which one it will be. I think it will be Alabama or Texas. I think Texas is going to go through one loss or no losses. Um, I do think they upset uh, LSU this week. Um, the biggest thing with it is uh, the Oklahoma team, I don't – I think Jalen Hurts is going to be a lot like this kid. He's going to have, you know, he's a product of the offense. He's going to have great numbers. But he was on a leash at Alabama, and I think that made him better. Now that he's unleashed, I think his stats are going to be better. But he's also going to be kind of like Russell Westbrook where he, within the football way, where he can he can hurt you at the same time. Uh, yeah. He's going to make – just watching – who they just played? Did we just watch Houston? Yeah. It just seemed like he was on fire the first couple drives, but then he kind of got tired. Just his energy seemed a little lackadaisical and – I just think it's going to hurt him when they play uh, a team like Texas or, or somebody bigger on the road. I think he's going to have – you know, he turned the, ball, turned the ball over too much. He doesn't have the throwing ability that the uh, past two quarterbacks there had. I think it's going to be not what everybody thinks. I think that the numbers are going to be there. But when push comes to shove, I think he's going to be, re- be the reason they lose two games single-handedly. Same with the Fields kid. I think once he sees Michigan's defense this year um, or maybe someone like Nebraska, it's not that he'll lose in Nebraska, but he's going to show that he's prone. You know, it's just, I'm going to take Texas this year over Oklahoma. All right. Uh, let's jump in here. Week two, 
uh, two <coughs> excuse me two huge games. Um, number twelve Texas A and M at number one Clemson three thirty Eastern time on ABC. Clemson a seventeen and a half point favorite. Um, I mean that's a huge number. Um, and it was a close game last year. I didn't hear this is Texas A and M and and. Uh... Texas a and last year, they played Clemson so well, came down to a Hail Mary. I, I'm going to take them to cover against Clemson. I just think the, uh, the you know, the, the coaching will be there. The players, the athleticism can kind of match up. Even though they're going to Clemson, I think that uh, they can cover that spread and possibly come close to pulling off the upset. I, I agree with you with the spread. I don't know if I'd pull. I mean, they can. I wouldn't pull the trigger on the uh, money line on the outright upset, but I mean, yeah, I think that's just a huge, uh, huge number. Um, you know, I think A and M kind of sneaky this year. Uh, maybe they can get the ten wins, upset a team or two in the SEC uh, along the way. But yeah, that's that's just a big number. Um, and I, you know, Dabo is a great recruiter. Um, I think he's surrounded by good uh, coordinators as well. But I think maybe Jimbo might be a better coach, as weird as that sounds. So, yeah, I'll take the Aggies to cover it. And right. then, uh, I mean, Jimbo's Dim- been there, done that. And he, he... Obviously, his game plan last year was pretty damn good. So, we'll see. We will see. Yeah, uh, and then the second game, uh, I love that these are back-to-back, by the way, on the same channel. So, not going to miss a damn thing. Uh, 7.30 Eastern time on ABC. Number six, LSU at number nine, Texas. Uh, one of these helmet games, that's what I like to call them. You see two iconic brands on the line of scrimmage, helmet across the helmet. It just it seems bigger. doesn't matter where the rankings are, who the, who, uh, who are the contenders are, or the records or anything like that. But uh, LSU, five-and-a-half point road favorite here. Uh, I flipped the coin all day on this game. Um, Tom Herman's a stud as an underdog, um, Texas. I mean, it's not the, it's not the rowdiest building LSU probably won't bat an eyelash, uh, playing in some of the venues they do in the SEC. But I mean, I don't know. I, what, what's your thoughts? I mean, I just, like Burrow really impressed me last week. Last, mm-hmm. last year, I don't know if he's ever really going to be. That good, you know. Obviously, people around here want to give him the. They they're so self. They're selfish in the way, you know. Not, not just like a bad person, but just because he's from here, it makes them really believe that he's, you know, that good and going to change it. And I didn't think that way until I know they played a, um, you know, lackluster opponent last week, but he looked very good, and it has me worried for this pick. I'm going to take Texas just because when it came to playing good defenses last year, he struggled. Um, he, it was a rough time for him, and I think the same thing's going to happen here. In a uh, you know rowdy environment, a Texas team that believes that they're going to be the team out coming out of the Big Twelve this year has shown that they can handle it. Um, that the, the quarterback from Texas was so efficient last year. Sam Ellinger is that his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the main thing. Is one of the, I mean I would say he's one of the least efficient quarterbacks in the SEC uh, West last year. He's going up against probably the most efficient quarterback. Um, so, and it's at Texas. This is Texas's year in their mind. I'm going to. I'm going to take him to cover as a better. I'll take. I'll take. The, is it five and a half? 
It's up to six right now. Yeah. Six. Okay, then so. I'll take I'll take. But honestly, I think uh, I think they I think they uh, beat LSU at home, and uh, it puts them you know, in the uh, on. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's just uh, when I envision this game, I know Texas obviously is down. I just see an SEC defensive line. LSU always has. Uh, Monsters up front, and uh, I don't know. I mean, Ellinger's good. I think he's going to have to beat LSU with his arm, and he's thrown into a pretty good secondary. Grant Delp at the safety for LSU's a stud. Um, but, man, that number just, like, <laughs> I wish it was in, like, the three-and-a-half or four range because I think it goes down there. But I'll I'll, I'll take LSU. I've kind of leaned that way when I first saw the number as it was. Um, I think they win the game. But, uh Hopefully we get two really good games in those two contests because week one, other uh, other than the Auburn-Oregon game, I mean, it was a lackluster opening week. But you were just excited because football was back. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. A um, couple more interesting games. I guess Cincinnati goes into Ohio State at noon Saturday. Uh I mean, that's not a marquee game, but a high state of 16-point favorite. Um, I don't know. Does this game intrigue you? Uh, um, I think that it – I think it intrigues me because I thought Cincinnati played very good football against UCLA. Um, UCLA seems to be kind of down and out for them. Um, but it looks like Luke Pickle has been coached up pretty, pretty well down there in Cincinnati, and I think that they can – I'm not going. They're not. I don't think they're going to pull the upset at all. But I think they can possibly cover. I think. It, I don't think they're going to get blown out. I think they play too good of football. And if Ohio State does blow them out and completely takes over, then we need to be a little bit more worried about Ohio State. Um, but I don't think. I think there'll be too much discipline on defense for the Fields kid. Like I said, kind of like Jalen Hurts. Um, I think the number is going to be there. He's going to be a product of the offense. Uh, every quarterback at Ohio State gets numbers, uh, or every quarterback in Urban Meyer's, you know, offense everywhere he's been has got the numbers. But. Um, I think Cincinnati is going to be pretty disciplined on defense, and it's going to take uh, it's going to take you know it's going to take a better game out of Ohio State to uh, to, to cover that spread. Yeah, it's I don't want to, I wouldn't bet on this game at all. If I had to, if I had to, I'd take Cincinnati in the points. Um, but I think Ohio State might score late or something to end up covering. I think the score is not going to indicate how close the game was. Yeah, it's definitely Cincinnati Super Bowl. Another game that uh, well, two more games that intrigue me. Number 21, Syracuse, didn't look that great. They go on the road and take on Maryland. Maryland's a two-point favorite. Um, that that intrigued me just to see Maryland favored in that one. Absolutely. Um, with, I, all the hype, with all the hype that Syracuse had coming into the season, and and as great as Maryland played week one, I think that is that, that game intrigues me as well. And then another one, uh, Nebraska, they're still ranked 25th. A um, little shaky opener. Uh, they go on the road. They're three and a half point favorite. They go to Colorado. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, the wide receiver for Colorado, he's a dude, so shout out to him. But uh, kind of a rivalry game back in the Big 12 days. Um, that place will be rowdy. It always is out in Boulder, so that's another one to watch. Um, that's a 3.30 kick on Fox Saturday. I don't know if you had any thoughts there. I mean, I feel like Colorado. Not, we can move on. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, there's so much hype coming in with Nebraska, and rightfully so with Scott Frost. Uh, they're all 
disappointing, but their defense looked very good. Uh, they, had, they had all kinds of – they lost it late. I think they'll go to Colorado and, and, and take the win. Yeah, and another one I just looked up, another road, ranked road team, uh, number 23, Stanford. Uh, I mean, they won over Northwestern, but that was an ugly game. Um, this is a 7.30 Eastern time kick on ESPN. They go to USC. Uh, USC loses JT Daniels, their starting quarterback. Now they got a freshman. and But this line is even right now. So, I mean, just an, interesting to see how uh, where this game kind of lands on Saturday as it gets towards kickoff. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm not a big believer in Stanford, but USC uh, – I think they're kind of a jack on Hyde team this year, especially now with the freshman quarterback. You never know what you're going to get there. But SC always has talent. So that's an interesting one to watch. I don't know if you have any thoughts there. Uh, I think Stanford's just more safe over the years. They play more disciplined football, and USC always seems to upset you somewhere. But it seems like Stanford almost does too. But I think Stanford's a safer pick, especially uh, with uh, their quarterback going down. So I'm going to take Stanford. Um and I would, I probably wouldn't bet it, but I would, I would take Stanford right now if I had to pick it. All right, let's move on to the NFL portion of uh, the podcast. Um, a couple off-season or uh, preseason topics. Uh, just your quick thoughts on the uh, luck retirement. Phew, that was shocking. I was in uh, down there in Atlanta, Georgia, just picked my phone up and found that one out. Uh, I mean, it's a shocker, but I understand it. You know what I mean? I don't feel like he would make a uh, – um, I, I feel like he made the decision that was best for him, and I would be I would be upset if I'm a Colts fan, but I would still understand. It was, I mean, shocking. That's your answer, shocking. I did not see it coming at all. Uh, there's, You know I mean? You're talking about a guy that's given up a Hall of Fame career. Now he's not going to be there, but it obviously, you know, he's more worried about his health at this point. And uh, just shocking, absolutely shocking. Yeah, I agree. And then the second uh, note I made was uh, just happened this past weekend, the Clowney trade to um, to the Seahawks. Um, I don't know if that changes your opinion on Seattle this year, but, uh, you know, big name. Anytime it gets moved, it makes headlines. Um, so my, my thoughts there, just, uh, you know, taking a flyer on him. He's still young. He's still talented. I'd like the move for Seattle. Right, and you know, I mean, he's he's in his prime physically. Um, you know, you know, his age age wise, he's about where his prime would be, and I think it would be worth the gamble if he can come in there and produce. Um, and, and who who knows, he may come and produce at a high level, and you know, even if he kind of doesn't, he kind of gives you something here and there. It's still kind of worth it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's go. Um, let's go with our NFL predictions here. Um, I mean, I, I, I wrote down division on wild card. I mean, we don't really have to do that, but, uh, you know, um, AFC, let's just – who do you think is going to get to the playoffs in the AFC? I think it will be quicker to do that. Who's your six teams? Okay, I'm going to go – I'm going to go Patriots, Chiefs, Steelers, Browns, and let's go – I mean, I want the South. You got Jackson, the South Houston, is the top, so, Titans. Yeah. yeah, um, I man, uh, let me go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Jacksonville on a limb. Okay, I don't know. Okay, um, 
I'll, I agree with the Pats and the Chiefs. Um, I'm going to take the Ravens. I don't know. They've kind of been low-key. I'm not a big Lamar Jackson guy, but um, I think John Harbaugh's a hell of a coach. Um, in the South, I'm going to take the Texans if they can protect Deshaun Watson. Then the two wild-card teams, Pittsburgh, and I'm going to take a flyer on the Jets. I kind of like them this year. And I think, you know. That's bold. That's bold. I like it. Well, I mean, Miami's going to be dog shit. So there's two wins there. And then, you know, the Bills, you know, the Bills are the Bills. So, and and the Jets probably have an easier schedule than, uh, you know, a lot of teams. Uh, You know, Cleveland, I I know they're getting a lot of buzz. That's the most fascinating storyline in football, regardless of college or NFL this year to watch. But, uh, you know, I, I just have a, a sneaky suspicion that, like, they'll find a way to, like, Browns up. Like, I'm not saying they're going to be bad, yeah. but But they'll find I a way to go nine wins and lose by half a game uh, in the wild card race. Yeah. Something like that. And, and it's not, you know, I think that division, the North is so tough because, you know, I don't think Baltimore's going to go anywhere. And, and everybody put dirt on Pittsburgh's grade because they lost Bell and, and Brown, but, I mean – the infrastructure is still there. I think the defense is going to be a lot better. So, um, you know, I, I can't keep Pittsburgh out of the playoffs. They're just too too consistent year in, year out. Okay. Um, NFC All-Star, I'll, I'm going Packers, Rams. I like the Falcons this year in the South. And then the East, man, uh, Eagles. I'll take the Eagles. Two wildcard teams. Let's go with uh, Dallas getting the wild card and the final wild card team. It's tough, but I I think the Bears take a step back actually this year. So I'm going to go Panthers. Those are my six in the NFC. Who, who, who's yours? No Saints? No Saints? I think Brees is done. Woo! Okay. That's uh, not that you couldn't be wrong. I'm just saying, like, I feel like after, you know, I feel like last year, I think they should have been Super Bowl champs. I think they could have went and beat New England. I don't think there's going to be that much of a gap taken away. Um, I'm going to go regular order here. Uh, I, um, I'm going to go Saints and Rams are my two uh, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Oh. I like that. I'm going, to, I'm going to go, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys. Find a way to sneak in there because I think the rest of the division will be like close race, but they'll pull it off. I mean, I like Atlanta too, but I'm going to go Panthers as well. What's up with okay. five? Yeah. You need a you need a team from the north, a division winner. I'm okay. Let's go. That's easy. Just okay. Um. Yeah. All right. Who's uh Who's your NFC and AFC title game? Man, I'm going to say there's a Saints Rams rematch. Saints like Rams that. rematch, and then I'm going to go with a. Shoot, man. I'm going to say there's a uh, – I mean, I can't go against my Steelers. 
Uh, I'm going to say the Steelers-Chiefs matchup in the AFC Championship game. All right, I got uh, I got Packers in the NFC going up against the – oh, man. I think the Eagles get there again. I don't think a lot of people talk about the Eagles. Uh, they were just beat up last year. I, you know, they got a bunch of talent. Their offensive line's good. And then this sounds stupid, but playing Madden with the Packers, I don't understand. But their defense is nasty, and that makes me think their defense in real life will be good. Dumb reasoning, I know, but um, I got them. Youthful, a little more youthful. They're gonna, they're gonna, they should be all right, man. And then Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is gonna be healthy. Mm-hmm. And then the AFC, I just can't, I can't do. Man, I think it's a rematch again. I think we get Chiefs Patriots. I just, you know, and that's how, that's what I would have picked too. <laughs> And then uh, Super Bowl, I'll, I'll start. I got Chiefs uh, getting revenge, and uh, I think Lightning in a bottle. I don't know why. I've kind of I've kind of been on the Packers uh, since doing my research. Anyway, just you know, I I like the offense that could uh, happen with the new head coach. He's an offensive minded coach. Um, Rogers, if he stays healthy, I think he gets back the that top man is the best quarterback in the league. And um, I got the I got the Chiefs, Packers, and I'll say, man, I'd like to see Andy Reid win it. So I'll take the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Who do you got? I'm gonna say <laughs> to get a Steelers Packers rematch. I like that. Super Bowl and the Super Bowl, two big time franchises. Big Ben goes back up against. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Steelers surprise everybody. They come out and play better football without their two best fantasy players and shock the world with just a great discipline football team and uh, kind of sent Big Ben out on a All right, and Patrick texted in some uh, Super Bowl picks. He said uh, Super Bowl contenders, in my opinion, will be Chiefs with a question mark. Uh <laughs> Ram, or Patriots, Rams, and the Browns, LOL. So I guess he's named one NFC team, so he's got the Rams, and uh, I guess he'll take the Chiefs since he wrote them down first. That must have been what he's thinking. So uh, any any uh, And let's see, he might have wrote down a winner because I asked him a Super Bowl winner. He said Chiefs. So Chiefs over Rams. Uh, like I said, he'll be back hopefully next week. All right, some week one games in the NFL. Uh, we'll just run through these real quick, just some of the headliners. If you have uh, any thoughts or anything like that, uh, just uh, I'll give you some space to butt in here. Uh, the opener Thursday night, Packers at the Bears. It's weird not seeing the Super Bowl champs on Thursday night, uh, but uh, Packers at Bears. Um, NFC North rivals, I think Green Bay gets off to us. What about you? I I agree I agree with you. Um, I, I, I his career where it, he's at the end of it, and you're going to see some of his you're going to see some of his best play. Um, they got a new coach. They got some good draft picks. Uh, I uh, for the uh, for the Packers, I'll take the Packers as well. 
All right. Um, then we move to Sunday. A couple one o'clock games. Uh, Rams at the Panthers. I think two teams in the NFC that uh, will be in the playoff discussion all year long. Um, and then also uh, we got the page or the Patriots. We got the uh, the Browns going to Tennessee. Um, I don't know what to think about the Rams at uh, Panthers, but I think Cleveland does get out to a one and a start because Taylor won. The uh, stud left tackle, four-game PED suspension. Uh, Browns do have a nasty D-line. I don't think uh, the Titans will uh, block them up very well. Do you have any thoughts on either of those two games? Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough – I think it's going to be a tough – of the coach there in uh, Tennessee. And, uh, you know, they were just a playoff team last year. It's at Tennessee. They got a tough defense. Uh, I I think the Browns squeak away with one. I don't think they're going to come out and handle Tennessee at all, but um, I do think they get the win, and it, uh, it'll be a good early test. I think there's going to be a little bit more struggles on offense than what people think with the Browns. With the Browns. I think you know, I feel like everybody thinks they're going to come out and, you know, Baker's going to throw for 380, and, you know, Odell's going to have two touchdowns and four one-handed catches, and I don't think it's going to be that way at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, your team. Gets the Sunday night game. Uh, they go in the Foxburn, take on the Pats Steelers at Patriots. Uh, Pats, I, I I don't know. I think it'll be a close one. Uh, probably just take New England because they're home. Um, I don't know. It, it seems like Pittsburgh might be like a slow starting team the last few years, but I could be wrong. Yeah, uh, it does seem like the Patriots come off. Um, was the I mean, who was it? I think they got beat early year the last two years, really. I know the Chiefs had their number last year really bad. Um, or, or no, two years, that was two years ago with Alex Smith. Um, and then last year, I'm not sure what happened. However, um, I just think, I don't know, I feel like Pittsburgh's going to come out and play some really good football. It's going to be, I think both teams are going to play very well, and Pittsburgh's going to squeak one out and surprise everybody. And that's not biased. I just, I that one that one's just a game where I think the Steelers, uh, they got that new young defense, a lot of speed in the middle now. Um, Patriots like to go in the middle of the field a lot. Um where, you know, our defensive line gets after you. Secondary should be pretty – like more of a – obviously, full team. You know, yeah, I don't know how to explain it exactly. I, I just think you're going to see better sustained drives, um, more kill on the clock, less big plays, uh, a really good football, football showing week one from Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, Patriots five and a half point favorite. By the way, I definitely take Pittsburgh with the points. And then, uh, man, I wish the over under was a little bit higher. It's at fifty even right now. I actually think both these teams will be pretty good defensively, and it seems like it takes the offenses a little while to gel in the NFL first month or so. So maybe the under is in play. Like I said, I wish that number was more towards fifty five, uh, and I'd take it. But yeah, and the final game. Uh, Monday night doubleheader. I'm focused on the first one, Texans at Saints. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's a fun one. Uh, could be a high scoring game uh, with Watson. Who is it? Texans and who? Saints in in the dome in New Orleans. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, I think that could be a fun uh, way to kind of cap off the weekend on a Monday night. Saints a seven point favorite. Um, that seems a little high. I think Houston, Houston, uh, they're a little underrated. So, 
I might take the Texans there, plus plus seven. Right. I think that's a lot of points for opener. Um, and Houston with Deshaun Watson back, I think. They, I mean, they're pretty they're pretty styled anyway. They're a potential playoff team for sure. And is it at Houston? No, it's in New Orleans. That's you know. In New Orleans, either way, seven points in the NFL. That's a decent number. You know, they're all like it's. That's that's a big number for especially for week one when you don't know anything yet. I would say Houston plus the seven. Yeah. Um let's see, uh just just kind of doing a little housekeeping here. Uh the Bears, uh three point favorites Thursday night. Uh the Rams two and a half point favorites uh, on the road in Carolina. So you're getting some value if you go Carolina there on the money line too. Um let's see. Already did the Patriots line. Uh, Browns, five-and-a-half-point favorite. Actually, the Browns are at home. My bad. Uh, they're a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, oh, okay. So, they're at home versus Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, mm, I still might take Tennessee in the points. Okay. The two biggest lines in the NFL, real quick. Uh, Eagles hosting the Redskins. Eagles, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, that's huge. Like. <laughs> I don't think the Redskins will be that good this year, but, I mean, that's still uh, a huge number in the NFL. And then also the Bengals going into Seattle. Uh, Seattle's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. So, for all you uh, gamblers I, out there. Man, I, just, I just don't like the Bengals. I don't either. Not, I mean, no A.J. Green. Uh, and it seems like they never play well uh, on, the, on the road as it is. But... Right. And, and that's a, that's a... – that's a five-hour flight out to Seattle. Um, man, oh, man, oh, man. I almost like Seattle with that. And the fans in Seattle are going to be rowdy week one, ready to go. Right. Um, yeah. All right. Let's 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 close it out with some gambling uh, locks, if you have any. I, I have a couple. Uh, one NFL, actually. And uh, I'll have to look at the board for college. I'll just say my one NFL lock. I know it's a big number. Baltimore, they go on the road. The Dolphins are tanking, no doubt about it. Seven-point favorite, and I'm going to assume everybody has all the money on uh, Baltimore minus seven. But Fitzmagic, everybody forgets about Fitzmagic. He's named the starter. I'm going to take Miami plus seven at home. 89% of the money uh, is on Baltimore, according to ESPN's app. I've never seen it that high on the spread, and I've been out to Vegas a bunch and seen, you know, numbers out there. Uh, I mean, also dealt with many sites, and I've never seen it that high. The money line's plus 290 for Miami right now. I wouldn't do that, but the, 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 the seven, I bet that gets down a little bit. I bet some sharps come in Sunday and, and bet that down a little bit. I so, mean, I'm not, I'm not a believer in Lamar Jackson at all. I think – I. I think that like there's going to be a game plan for him now, and they're going to force you to throw. But what I am worried about is, man, they're loaded everywhere else, dude. They got their wide receivers, like within the uh, Hollywood Brown and the drafts and the people that are returning. They got Mark Ingram back there at running back. Uh, their defense is, you know, young and, and ready to go. I, I think the I think Baltimore might have one of the best rosters outside of the quarterback position, which is most important. Uh, I think they had the worst quarterback in the. Uh, in the league, when pulling push comes to shove, when when you got to win a game, everybody's life's on it. I don't like Lamar Jackson because he's got he's going to have to throw at some point. He can't do it. Um, this that style of play does not get the job done in the NFL. It never has. Um, 
I think I think Miami wins outright. I think they're gonna, they're, you know, mm. I mean, they're gonna game one all this time to prepare. I think they're gonna they're gonna be ready for him. And I, I'm gonna say this right here, bold statement: by middle end of the season, uh, Lamar Jackson will no longer be starting for uh, Baltimore. Wow, I just I just that you're gonna see it's not work, and you got to make a business decision and say, hey, we messed up. So. That's where I'm at with it. All right. Uh, I don't know if you have any locks of the week. Um, I got – let's see. I think I like four games in college this week. Yeah, I do. I'm going to go ahead and say that I do have Texas A&M covering that 16 and a half, 17 points at Clemson. Um, a lot of talent on Texas A&M. They, they, you know, they're battle-tested every year in the SEC. Um, and, you know, Jimbo is uh, – I mean, he's a damn good coach. And he almost pulled it off last year. I think they're going to be a little better this year. And uh, like I like I said, uh, another one on here that was uh, no, I did say it, but uh, Clemson is a little vulnerable, man. Trevor Lawrence threw two pretty shitty interceptions that you know made him human. I understand, you know, if the game, you know, if it was a bigger game, he'd probably be a little lackluster, a little less lackluster. But uh, he, they're beatable. They're Clemson is beatable. I'm not saying they're going to lose the game, but I think you're going to see a heck of a ball game Saturday between Texas and them and Clemson, and they definitely cover the. 16 and a half points. All right. Um, here's one. Friday night, number 24, Boise hosts Marshall. Boise. 11. I got Boise all day. Yeah, Boise minus 11. Lock that up. Um, I like Michigan minus 22 and a half. I, 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 was afraid, I was afraid of the Army game, but they beat Rice 14 to 7. Right. And uh, I think Michigan takes a little step forward here. Uh you know, a lot of drop passes and uh, fumble exchange on the mesh point on some of the read zone read plays. Uh, and, and they'll clean those up. Thing, another thing is, you know, you got DPJ. Shay's thrown to DPJ, Tariq Black, and uh, Nico Collins with the first teamers all game. And there was a point, a majority of that game, where Nico Collins and Tariq Black went out. He's out there throwing to uh, our, you know, all these freshman wide receivers. And uh, Ronnie Bell is a, I believe he's actually redshirt, a redshirt freshman. But, I mean, just you had two touchdown passes that were dropped that Shea put on the money that led to field goals. I think you're going to see a lot more points this week by Michigan. And our defense, I'm, I can't wait to see him versus Army. I think they're going to make a statement, and I think we blow Army out. Yeah. Uh, another one I have, I like Western Michigan plus 16 Saturday night in East Lansing. Uh, I think a low-scoring game, Michigan State's defense is really good, especially on the defensive line. But Wasserman, the quarterback from Western, uh, is is really good. And Michigan State, offensively, they're not great. Um, I think, uh, you know, I could see it like being 24-14. Michigan State wins by double digits, but they don't cover. So I got the Broncos plus 16 right now. I like that, man. And those, like, uh, bet, but like Michigan State, just what, like, who are they as a program right now? Like, they have great, like, it's just, it's just inconsistent. And I wouldn't feel comfortable betting them against anybody right now. Yeah. And uh, my final one I'm looking at, I, well, I agree with you on the AM one. That's one of my locks, too. Uh, last one UCF, they go to Florida Atlantic. Um, they're a 10 point favorite. I just, I mean, UCF, they seem to just, like, kill anybody. Um, I know Wimbush, the Notre Dame transfers quarterback and down there, but it just seems like uh, 
they just crush people. Um, so yeah, I think a ten on the road. I'm I'm comfortable laying that. Nice, like it. I like it. I'm gonna go with Texas. Texas plus five and a half versus LSU. I'm looking at that right now. I'm going to take that one, man. I'm big on Texas okay. this year. And I know I had another one because I know we told, told you we needed to do five of these bad boys. Um, and I think I got five. I do. I also have another one that I'm, I'm – it's a lean. It's kind of a homer lean, but it's a lean. Yeah, I think I, think I was going to do North Carolina, Miami over 49 and a half. Let me see where I can find that at. It's up to fifty now, I believe. Or, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, forty-eight. Forty. The over/under is at forty-eight. I'll take the uh, over forty-eight. It was at fifty-one. It's down to forty-eight now. Uh, I can see uh, that game. Yeah. I, I mean, quick shout out to Matt Brown. That was a special moment at the end of the game there when he started crying, uh, getting interviewed. It was just special to him. He's glad to be back and a great way to come out with a. A big time first win with what with somewhat of a, somewhat of a rival. Yeah, you know I mean North Carolina versus South Carolina. That's a that kind of like if a high state in West Virginia played. So it's a yeah a great win, and uh, I, I think, think I think North Carolina comes. Um, I need to see more from them, but that freshman quarterback looked great. Uh, great games in general. Um, shout out Matt Brown, and I'll take it over. I'll take over forty over forty eight for a lock on that one. All right, uh, man, Mac Brown. Now that that was cool. Uh, don't get me wrong, but man, I don't, I I don't understand the knee he took right there. Oh uh, my uh, goodness! I there had to have been something. I, I I don't either. I don't either. It did like you know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I don't know. No need to talk about it. But he took the knee at the uh, at the end of the game when he so many. I don't know. I'm fourth down. Stops the clock. Gives me like another chance. You know. Um, mm-hmm. That they wouldn't, you know, otherwise wouldn't have. I don't know if you watched the Michigan Michigan State game. Go uh, and just got, you know, got him, got him a little wound up and trust snapper. Who knows? But I mean, you could at least gave it to the quarterback, you know, and kick it real quick or something. I don't know. That was just, I don't know. It gave, was, you know, that was wild. I it couldn't was believe wild. it. Unexpected. Okay, this ain't. This isn't my. Uh... This isn't a lock just yet. I might tweet it out uh, if if so. But uh, I'm leaning OU. They go to Pitt Saturday. Pitt, five-and-a-half-point favorite, taking 60% of the money right now. Um, I don't know, Pitt, of course, Virginia's really good. Uh, but, man, their offense looked at make 14 points, put up 263 yards, only ran for 78. Um and OU only allowed 84. Of course, they played Rhode Island. I get it. There's a talent gap there. But, I mean, I don't know. That's a lean right now. Like I said, I'm not uh, – Well, pitch, I'm the not team that, uh, pitch the team that OU got their first real big upset on. You know, years ago, they picked them off in overtime to win the game or whatever. And, uh, mm-hmm. like you said, against Virginia, they only had 14 points. It was actually a closer game than the score. Lowe's at 30 to 14, but – Virginia scored very, uh, I think, at the seven-minute mark and then, like, at the 38-second mark to make it 30. Because at one point, it was just 16 to 14. It was a decent game. I watched a little bit of it. Um, but I, I never want to take OU just because, like, at the same time, they can kind of – I feel like they could just mess it up because it's OU. But from what I've seen in Pitt, I don't feel like Pitt's going to score too much more. If, if OU can just put up some points, I think they can cover. Because I don't think Pitt's going to be able to put up, you know, 20, 30 points 
a 30-point game that's going to totally, you know. I don't think they'll manhandle OU. Uh, yeah, I don't either. And I think well, Nathan Rourke, the OU quarterback, is one of the better uh, quarterbacks in college football at, at the lower level, at the G5 right, right. level. Um, and then they got an NFL safety and um, Hagen back there, OU does. Um, they get, you know, there's some talent there. Um, I think Rourke could make some plays with his feet as a arm as well. And I don't know. It, it, the last few years, it just seems like OU uh, – they always take on a Power 5 team, of course, on the road. And uh, last year, Cincinnati. I think Pitt and Cincinnati is pretty comparable. Yeah. And uh, OU, OU was leading going into the fourth and kind of blew that game to Cincinnati. Uh, so, Frank definitely um, Absolutely. Frank Solich definitely gets the, definitely gets his teams ready to play those big environment games for OU. And they almost um, beat Tennessee plus, a few years ago. Right. And, and then, you know, Heinz Field, it might be lit for a uh, – Steelers game every Sunday, but when Pittsburgh plays, uh, oh yeah, it's kind of going to be dead. And it's 11 a.m. kickoff, so that's kind of that's wonky in a weird way. I don't know if Pitt's going to be ready, so uh, I don't know. I'm going to stock myself until lock, but I'm going to hold off. And uh, like I said, I'll, I'll I'll at least text you guys in the group chat. Um, then we'll have to see what I did last week uh, to reveal our record. So uh, you know, but yeah. Those are those are it for my locks. Um, we'll let you know how we did, um, and then I don't know. As the season gets going, we'll we'll start delving in uh, more breakdowns of individual games, and then um, I know you and Pat and me. Um, well, Pat plays the whole season fantasy stuff, but we all three do the daily stuff. Um, if we start doing well there, uh, we can give out some tips. Um, to the listeners as the season Absolutely. goes on. Absolutely, and guys, if you're listening, you know, bear with us. This is our first one and honestly, a long time, and uh, we'll get the we'll get the mojo back and start rolling, and uh, we actually have some shout-outs coming from some actually professional, a professional athlete coming in the near future, so we might get uh, some more views than we're, uh, more listeners than we're used to, and I, we're trying to get this thing to, to grow some, and, you know, take yeah. the time to do yep. it, and it's a lot of fun, and we hope that you do listen, and uh, chime in. Let us know that you're chiming in. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, Luke, um, have fun. I'm sure uh, we'll probably get a text at least, but uh, I'm sure some games will be on the basement this Saturday, so uh, maybe I'll catch it and we'll, we'll uh, chop it up and watch some football in, in person together. Sounds good, buddy. That'd be, that'd be fun. All right, man, appreciate you hopping on. Uh, follow him on uh, social media, Twitter, all that good stuff. Um, at right lucas or just search lucas right and probably the most famous one by far so just you know type in lucas i'll pop up (laughs) right all right follow me follow patty uh it's the internet just search your names you can find shit so uh rate review subscribe follow the show on twitter at podcock pcast share it with a friend make fun of it whatever um and my plan my goal is to get this out, uh, record Monday or Tuesday night, and have it for your uh, Wednesday commute or Wednesday night mowing grass or whatever the hell you're doing. So without uh, any further ado, we'll close the show. Luke, thanks for uh, coming on, man.